Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting, as we always do, from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you have as a business, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way, and you want something more than that mega bank experience, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> uh, then here's what I suggest. Go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And imagine this, you can get an actual, get a live person on the phone when you do that. Um, and I know this from my own experience that the Renaissance folks are responsive and they respond personally. So if that's what you're looking for in a banking experience, then I suggest going to their site, renaissancebank.com and check them out. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome John Winstanley. John is the CEO, the founder of Fort Safety. John, welcome. Well, thank you for having us. Welcome, and I want to say a big shout out to Business Radio X Nation. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, thanks for that. Um, let's uh, introduce you to the nation. Talk a little bit about you and how you're serving folks out there. Absolutely. Yes. My name is John Wynn Stanley. Uh, I'm the founder and CEO of a nonprofit right here in Georgia called Fort Safety. Our mission is to protect kids and strengthen families. And quite frankly, who can be against that? Mm -hmm. That's a mission that cuts across all uh, geography, political, racial. We just, we're all for that. So that's why we chose that as our guiding light. It's always been our North Star. So we protect our nation's kids by keeping families and communities safe from online threats. Uh, this is, a, in one word, internet safety. So this isn't cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is about protecting data and all that. We're more worried about the person in front of the screen. We're right. about the heart. Uh, so there's uh, three C's of uh, internet safety. There's the content that we see. Uh, the conduct and the contact. So, for instance, so content is something probably you guys are all aware of. So this is what we see online. So, and for our kids, it's the uh, frequent, sadly frequent, and um, early exposure to adult content, adult-related content. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's the conduct, these crazy TikTok challenges that we're seeing now where I, I just saw a story where some some poor uh, per, uh, uh, a kid died uh, doing one of these challenges on TikTok. So, and then there's the, the contact. So who's reaching out to us online? So these would be the predators and uh, the sextortionists and stuff like that. So heavy topics, but parents, they're frustrated. Mm -hmm. They're frustrated uh, because, well, I, I see three, three different types of uh, parents. There's a parent that... Um, that does uh, that the, the thinks they're doing the right thing because uh, protecting our kids is is hardwired into mm -hmm. our soul as a parent, mm -hmm. um, and they want to do the right thing. So they they say no tech. Right. My kid's not getting social media till they're eighty two, and they'll get a phone maybe when they're twenty five. 
And that doesn't work because there's always someone else's phone. There's always uh, another older sibling or there's some devices laying around. My own son was shown pornography when he was nine on a school bus, and that was in 2010, so 11 years ago, back when it was just flip phones. So that doesn't work. So then the other spectrum is... Um, as much technology as possible. I'm going to put every VPN lock app on my, on those kids phones, some, Mm -hmm. some draconian measures. And that doesn't work because then the kids are like, they feel criminalized. Like, what did I do? Why do I have that stuff on my phone, but not on your phone? So it separates that uh, communication between the parents and the kids. And it just doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. And then of course, the third one is like, they're going to see it anyway. They just, parents just give up, right? And they they say, "Well, the, so there's no limits and there's no stuff." But then we were seeing uh, there was actually an article in the Atlanta Journal Constitution this morning. Uh, mental health of our kids is is going crazy. The uh, self harm suicide uh, statistics: eighty seven percent of tweens and fifty two percent increase in teens over the last couple of years. Just these massive numbers of of self-esteem going away. So those are the three contents. Yeah. Well, let's back up a bit. And, okay. And, and uh, there's a mouthful there. So let's, let's, um, let's talk a little bit. I want to get into three C's more specifically, but let's okay. talk a little bit about you. Okay. And your, um, your passion for this and how that developed and um, what you, you know, what you bring to this personally. Because yeah. I think that's a big part of the story, right? Right. Um, it's very astute of you for noticing. Um, well, I, I don't know if you've noticed on my accent. I'm not from around here, as they say. Well, I kind of uh, noticed that. It was but... weird. That's very astute. I don't know what it is, John. It's just when I get in front of people or on stage or whatever, uh, some parts of my some accents throw through. So I'm, I'm originally from England. Okay. I lived there until I was nine. Okay. And, and this is for you guys, if you guys want to play along at home. And then I moved to West Germany. Mm-hmm. I was there for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I learned to speak the German language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mom was miserable. So after five years, we moved to Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, wow. And then we moved to Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm -hmm. I know from your look, you're like, really? I said, yes, I'm still going through therapy for that. (laughs) Um, And then I met my beautiful wife at Purdue University, who's born and raised here uh, in Atlanta. So she dragged my butt uh, down here. So in case you're playing along at home, that makes me an Anglo-Germanic American Yankee Hoosier redneck. That last part, because I'm from England and I sunburn really easy. So Okay. So, well, let's get to your passion for this. Right. Yeah. So anyway, now the accent's out of the way. Um, I have to say that because people don't pay attention to what I'm saying unless I explain that. So I, I'm, a, I'm an early adopter. You know, when the first internet came on board, uh, I, I jumped right in and I went down some dark alleys that I wish I, I never saw. And mm. I... I was an addict, and mm. um, the one thing, John, that I did uh, to get out of that was I, I, I met with somebody and said, I can't do this. I've tried to quit. I can't. I dropped that chip off my shoulder, and I asked for help. Mm. And that, But because I wanted to be a cool person, we, I buried that part of me deep down inside. And then I mentioned uh, my son was showing pornography, and I, I used that anger. I wasn't there for my kid. I used that anger and I learned everything I could about internet safety and became a, a you know a homegrown expert, if you will. But I still didn't have the courage to do something about it until my 
a couple of years ago, uh, our daughter Laura was born uh, with mitochondrial disorder, which is a, a progressive disease. And she gave us seven beautiful years, but mm. she, in those seven years, she changed so many people's lives. And I was inspired by that. And I thought if my daughter uh, without a voice in a wheelchair could change so many people's lives, why couldn't I? And I, and my wife gave me the uh, permission. She, she, let, basically let me buy that Harley. And she said, if you want to start something, start it. So all those old stories of addiction and bullying and being the strange English kid, mm-hmm. I, I used that and uh, we started Fort Safety. So mm. it's, it's internet safety. It's not been talked about. I did research. No one was talking about this stuff going on our screens. Um, I, I met kids. I met a, a 22-year-old uh, graduate of South Gwinnett High School. He's a graphic artist. I love T-shirts. I want him to design an internet safety T-shirt for Fort Safety. And uh, he said, Mr. Winstanley, made me feel really old, Mr. Winstanley. Uh, can I tell you something before we, uh, we talk about this T-shirt? And I go, sure. Um, when I was 12, I was scrolling through my social media feed, and I saw someone commit suicide. And mm. I, didn't, I didn't know what to say. I had that look like you're giving me oh, right wow. now. Like, what, yeah. what, 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 what do you say? Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Right. And, um, and I was like, well, what did, did, did you ever tell anybody? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, sir. Mm. And I said, so for you're 22, 12, you t- t- for 10 years, you've been right. trying to deal with the trauma. Cause that is a, it's not a physical trauma, but mm-hmm. it's a mental image. You were trying to deal with that for 10 years. And just because I gave you a business card that says, John Stanley, Fort Safety, we help kids. You, you felt like it was okay for you to tell me that. And he goes, yeah. Mm. And I, John, I see that everywhere. It's like I just pricked the surface of this digital thing that everyone's on their screens, but they don't share it. And I give permission. By me sharing my story on stage, it allows others to be vulnerable and maybe say, you know, I need help too. So mm-hmm. we support parents and educators. I'm glad to say that since we started five years ago, it's our fifth year anniversary the, uh, this month, uh, we've been able to help over 41,000 kids, parents, and educators. That's awesome. And we have the goal as a board to uh, you know, double, triple that over the next couple of years. Yeah, so. that's fantastic. Uh, John Winstanley is with us, folks. He's the CEO and founder of uh, a nonprofit here in this area, Fort Safety. So you talked about the three C's. I want to talk a little bit about um, content. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when people think content and kids, they automatically go to pornography, mm-hmm. but it's more than just pornography as you just illustrated by talking about the, the suicide, mm-hmm. um, related story and this young right. man seeing, uh, a suicide on, on his phone, I guess. Right. Um, talk about, draw that out for us, if yeah. you will, what the, what the, what the pitfalls and, and the, the, uh, risk are there in content. Correct. So as we've seen from the, the statistics I mentioned early, the kids, it's, you know, content uh, that's when you and I were growing up, we were always, we were taught about stranger dangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that just that awful parent thing that someone's going to grab you and stuff like that. But now it's, it, you don't have to think of it. The stranger danger isn't a physical person anymore. It's the content that our kids are seeing online, these silly challenges, these uh, suicide ideation, dieting, 
Um, I, I like to, you know, one of my favorite books growing up was the the Lion, you know, the Wardrobe and the Witch and all that. It's it's. I like to tell parents is look at how much time your kids are spending on that screen. Every time they're on that screen, it's like they're in Narnia. It's mm-hmm. a totally different world mm. with its own language, mm-hmm. with its own, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, just behaviors and mm-hmm. and they learn that they adopt that and um that's where the the depression comes from because they can't own up to what they're seeing especially our daughters with you know filters and all these um you know celebrities there's so much you can never be a celebrity but are they're seeing other friends pictures and the, that is an apples to apples uh, comparison to them and they say well I don't I don't measure up their self esteem is destroyed and they have no one to talk to about it. Um, I recommend the parents not to let their kids have their phones uh, in their bedrooms at night. That's the that's the danger. Because mm-hmm. if if they have an issue or they're depressed, they're going to reach out to their people on their screens instead of walking down the hallway and talking to the parents about what's bothering them, which mm-hmm. is what you and I used to do. Right. So um, let's talk about character, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, contact. Content. So, um, is kind. Of, I think uh, the question a lot of parents, I think, probably have is contact is mostly through social media, correct? Correct. And, and um, if if it's not through social media, where how else does it occur? Well, the, the huge uh, part of it, you know, so parents will shut off uh, social media, but then I ask them, do they have a gaming console? Do they play games? Mm-hmm. And I say gaming is social media. It's got the same messaging, the the sharing. Uh, I spoke at another school in in Buckhead area or Vinings area in Atlanta, and the fifth grade parents were there. And I asked them how many of their kids were having issues with gaming. So these are elementary school kids. Mm -hmm. 70% of them already had an issue with gaming. Uh, 20% of them had been bullied, and 30% of those elementary school kids had already seen adult content. So uh, it's a, so the big thing right now is 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 predators are talking the kids, grooming them. Hey, let, let's be uh, Instagram boyfriend girlfriend or something like that. Getting these, getting trust. It only takes about eight minutes for a predator to. Uh, so they tell us to to groom or connect with a child, especially with a child who. Mm. Low self-esteem. We've all been there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, teens, the tweens are all, you know, self-esteem. Hey, you're so beautiful. I know a modeling agency. Let's, can you send me a picture? What If you and I went on a date, what would that look like? Could you wear an outfit? And they, they coax them further and further and further. And that, once they have an image or a video that's uh, compromising, they, the script switches, Mm. And now they become, I know where you live. I know where your parents go. I know all that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what's called sextortion. And the kids are trapped in this uh, negative, awful scenario and don't know where to uh, uh, turn to. So, um, and the game, the, the grooming also happens, like I was telling you in gaming, but they, 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 what they do is they, they get them to go to other platforms. So a Fortnite is a huge uh, game right now and also roblox and it is safe but what the predators do is let's go talk on whatsapp let's go talk on right. other ones and then that's when the grooming starts they identify targets uh through the gaming platforms and then get them to another platform right so um what what you know i think when when again 
I think when most parents think about contact, they think about sexual predators, mm-hmm. maybe less so about bullying, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, it's there's been a lot of um, really good work around bullying over the last several years, but it still doesn't maybe get the attention it should. Right. Oh, absolutely. Talk about that. Yeah. So our uh, internet safety program is called Alert. And mm-hmm. as you've already heard, it can go down some pretty dark rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. So my reaction as that as a speaker and a writer, I wrote a whole different uh, program or initiative called Life Hacks. And mm. it's, it's positive. It's got a light bulb as a symbol because I, I couldn't leave parents and students in that realm. I wanted to write something positive. So our Life Hacks initiative is anti-bullying. And what it, the thing with bullying is... Forget the name. It's bullying, digital drama. We've all had bad bosses. So Mm -hmm. we adults get bullied too. It's a life. We all have to deal with difficult people. So Mm -hmm. it's a lifelong skill. Kids think it's just a, I'm not bullied anymore, but you still deal with. So, and then also because we can have bad days, we can say something silly. We have to realize that we can be the bullies too. So it's two sides of the same coin. Mm. So life hacks is about how you get through any mess in life. Mm -hmm. And then the realization that, we're just not all victims of bullies. We're also the bullier. Mm-hmm. Um, the statistics uh, show that almost close to 80% of teens currently have either seen bullying, um, uh, are bullied, or um, were the bully. So that's basically a, most of the yeah. population. Four out of five. Yeah. So are you saying that, I want to be clear on this, mm-hmm. are you saying that those that get bullied are more likely to be bullies? Is that what I heard you say? Or The statistics or, have shown that Kids or anyone that bullies are, is is be is having some kind of trauma of their own, being bullied themselves. Sure. So maybe a difficult situation at home. And right. That's why I tell parent uh, kids um, to talk to someone and say, "Well, I don't want to be the rat. I don't want to be the one that." Well, it, don't consider it to be the, the 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 rat. Maybe by telling an adult that you're being bullied is going to get help for that bully because statistics show that they may be probably most possibly being uh, have some kind of trouble themselves and mm-hmm. that's how they're acting out. So let's talk about, you mentioned a few ideas about what parents can do. Let's talk, dive a little bit deeper into okay. that. Um, it's disheartening, right? I mean, uh, and I think you, you hit it. I mean, some parents are so disheartened, they just give up and mm-hmm. hope for the best, right? right? Pray for the best. Right. What, um, what are the ideas and the suggestions you give parents? Right. So I mentioned it briefly. So alert. It's basically, I, it took, uh, well, it took about six years to write that content. And I just basically went around and there's some great content out there, but I took the best pieces of it and I found the parts that weren't there. This is a spoiler. This is just for your listeners, but alert stands for something is a bunch of stuff. And the A stands for accept. And the first two parts of alert are just for the parents. Don't even get the kids involved yet. That's the unique part. This is unique to Fort Safety. I don't, I don't want the kids in the room when I talk to the parents. Parents, I need you to accept that you're going to do everything you can, but your kids are still going to see stuff. So you have to deal with it. You have to find ways to have conversations with your kids. Right. Uh, you have to accept that our kids are just as curious about their bodies and marriage and all that, just like we were. Sure. And when they mess up, when they will mess up, be there for them. Accept that um, 
if you failed in this regard in the past, like the millennials were the digital natives, doesn't mean that you're precluded uh, from uh, talking to your kids about this. Um, the the except that it's 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 a it's it's got to be family centric. I talked about the kids can't feel criminalized. Mm-hmm. So what you say to your children is, look, the stuff on the internet is not good for mom or dad or grandma either. We're all going to put this stuff on our phones. You're going to know what's on my phone. I'm going to know what's on your phone. We're, Dad's going to know what's on my phone. Mom's going to know. Anyway, the whole family is using the internet together. And right. Then, and you have conversations. You use those DVRs. If if Green Lantern is hopping in bed with uh, somebody you just met, you pause it and don't you know talk to your teenager who's who's hormone driven. Don't let him go upstairs. And say, Do we agree with that? Mm-hmm. How does that line up with our family values? If right. you were in that, per- I mean, just use what the world gives you, and it's just use. It's a family-centric plan. And I, at this point, I look at my audience and I go, "Do you feel that? That's the sense of control coming back into your lives, and everyone's got a big smile on their face." Right, right. So alert, you've got accept. What's the L? Um, you said that was about parents. Yes, uh, limit, limit, as in. Let's talk about what we're going to uh, limit exposure, li- who, what, and how we're going to limit. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all customizable. It's your plan. So it's your family. So I ask parents to go out on a date and have a big piece of paper like they do with those Italian restaurants with the crayons and write down, who are your kids? Are they rule followers? Do they travel a lot? Are they, uh, do, if we put limits on them, or how are they going to react? Uh, also, the big thing is um, you used to have to pay to see naughty stuff online. Now you have to pay not to see it. That's the big irony. So I, mm. I have the parents talk about a budget. Uh, a typical internet safety budget is about mm-hmm. 10 to $15 a month. Yes, mm-hmm. there are some free things out there, but you want quality products with customer service. Right. Um, you don't want to not have internet because at some point, so that's what you need to pay for. Um, you, you need to learn. So, and then you need to write down all the devices in your house and don't forget the game console. The biggest way that kids are exposed to adult content is through their game consoles because mm. those are up in the bedrooms. They're right. not typically forgotten about, right. but they have the exact same capabilities as the phone. Again, you, you parents say, "Well, I'm not giving my kid a phone." I'm asking, "Well, do they have an Xbox or a PS, you know, PS4 or mm-hmm. whatever?" I say, "Well, yeah. Well, okay. Well, they've, they've, right. they've got a phone. They've got a computer. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely." Um, so let's talk about for safety and the, the I guess the programming mm-hmm. that you have and how you work with not just parents but schools. Yes. So really right now, and all your listeners can help with that. Really, you know, we're five years old and really hitting our stride. This is so unique that there's, I think there's only two or three other nonprofits like ours in the whole nation. So if you could let, could you advocate for your kids? Tell uh, teachers and uh, school administrators that you want to do something about cyberbullying, that you, you don't feel uh, prepared. You know, uh, schools are giving uh, their kids technology now. But, and they do a good job of explaining how to use that technology, why it's in the school building. But what happens to that Chromebook when it comes home? Let's, let's talk about how we can keep that. Um, 87% of kids 
are exposed to some naughty stuff while doing homework at home. Now, that's mm. a scary statistic, but I tell parents the good news to that is it happens in our home, and we right. control that area, right? and we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. So, we're, Okay, let's yeah. talk about how we... Again, let's get to parents and schools. schools. How, yeah, how we do, how we, how you help in that regard. Yeah. So we, I want to, I want to come to your school. We've got programs. Okay, cool. I want to, yeah, I want to come to your school and we've got programs for anywhere from the uh, you know, kindergarten, elementary school age. And that's not the topics we're going to be talking about. It's more about digital citizenship, mm-hmm. you know, um, and also that. And then for middle school, high schools, we've got pre- a workshop. Our alert workshop is designed for parents and students. Good. And then for the older school kids, the high schools, um, we have the Life Hacks event, which is anti-bullying. But for, for you guys, uh, if you have a high school student that needs uh, um, something for the resume, we've got tons of projects. Uh, I want help with social media, graphic design, video mm-hmm. editing. It looks great on a resume. Mm-hmm. And uh, we currently have a, uh, a, a Gwinnett uh, student interning with us two hours a day. Thank you, Gwinnett County Schools, for that. But I've got plenty of room for many, many more interns. <laughs> right. So we have so many pro- – I'm, I'm, I'm an idea guy. So we've got – so the students. And then also something I haven't been able to uh, connect with yet, uh, college students. Um, the whole uh, hookup culture and what they're seeing online, I'd love to get you guys involved as well. Right. All, lots of great ways to get involved. And, of course, you're a nonprofit. You're a 501c3. You wouldn't object to some donations here no, and there. So, not. yeah. Um, cool. So, um, let's talk about how businesses can get involved because uh, we are Business Radio X. We've got yes. a, lot of, a lot of business owners that are listening that might be um, uh, impassioned about what the message Correct. that you've delivered. How can businesses get involved and how can they help your cause? Well, it's. I'm I'm here to talk to you about we we're audiences uh, our uh, mama bears as we call them our millennial moms the the Gen Z is starting to get to the point where they're starting to have kids they are passionate uh, they they care about many things uh, five things but top two things that millennial moms care about is the safety of their children the health of their children that's where we provide that we are talking directly to they're passionate about cause marketing. They control 2.1 million trillion, sorry, dollars of disposable income, and we don't feel like uh, schools should have to pay to keep their kids safe online. So mm-hmm. we want to partner with um, family-focused, children-focused, uh, positive-focused uh, brands who want to see, like us, uh, want to protect. Uh, and establish and strengthen families. Uh, so I love the banking industries. I love uh, the um, insurance industries uh, and any other brand that wants to connect with the millennial generation is a great fit for us. We, mm-hmm. With your help, we can, like I said, we go and go from 41,000 to 100,000 uh, individuals directly helped uh, through our programs. Well, John, this has been great. And, uh, I can't imagine there aren't some folks that wouldn't want to be in touch given uh, the importance of what you do. And, and thank you for that. And, and also the passion you bring to that uh, work. So let's uh, give folks directions on how yeah, they can find you. Okay? Absolutely. So of course our, our digital hub is our website, uh, fort safety, all one word.com. 
uh, social media on all platforms, but mostly we we pr- provide on Instagram. It's it's, it's really easy. Also, f- just Fort Safety on all the. It's just the same everywhere. Fort Safety. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also done something either really smart or really stupid. We're not sure yet, but I have. No one else has this. We've created a internet safety hotline. Mm. Uh, text or uh, call it. Uh, the number is 803-620-3477. If you have any internet safety-related questions, call or just text us And if you have any to get a hold of us. Um, and, of course, the uh, email, if you'd like that, is uh, info, I-N-F-O, at fortsafety.com. John Wynn Stanley, folks, the CEO, founder of Fort Safety. Uh, John such great work and important work. Thank you for what you do. Well, thank you for having us. It's been incredible. Yeah, it's been a great pleasure to have you. Hey, folks, just a uh, thought for you. If you're looking for an unconventional yet fun, and I think personally better way, to have a team-building exercise, go to asculinaryconcepts.com. Yes, A&S Culinary Concepts. They're a culinary studio. They do corporate catering. Um you didn't think I was going to talk about a company like this when it came to team building, but they have a fantastic team building activity. Uh, I was at one last week that was just fabulous. And what they do is uh, executive chef Andrew Traub uh, assembles a terrific menu. They have all the ingredients out there and you cook under his instruction and uh, eat around the table. And it's just a lot of fun. So if you'd like to know more, call 678-336-9196 and talk to Andrew directly or go to asculinaryconcepts.com. And I think you'll enjoy it and your team, more importantly, will enjoy it as well. And folks, just a a quick reminder and a thank you. Uh, We have uh, reached 540 episodes. I lose count. The point of that story is the only reason we have done that is because of your great support and you have shared the show and, uh, made the show a highlight for a lot of folks and, uh, folks are subscribing and, uh, we've got a great audience. So here's what we would appreciate you doing. If you've heard something here today, and I can't imagine you haven't heard something today that makes you want to tell others, share the show. We we're all about highlighting the great work of business and community leaders like John and the other guests that we've had on the show. So if you could help us help them, I would appreciate it. So for my guest, John Winstanley, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.